everybody, this is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh, and I do mean myself, but here I am again, by myself, going down the only road I've ever known, like a drifter of a bone, the podcast alone. Okay, so this, this week, oh man, so, so, first of all, let me just start here by saying I am, I am happy to be home. I am so I'm very ready for summer to be done. I I really don't know how you summer people do it. It sucks. It's bad. I've said it a thousand times. I feel like an idiot even saying it again, but I mean this just sucks. I want fall. I want winter. I want to be able to fall asleep without the help of weird garbage air or having to just wipe sweat off the back of my neck for no reason. Nothing. No reason. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, hey, man, are you doing tricep dips? No, I'm walking down the street. This sucks. This is absolutely terrible. This is like Mars and Total Recall. Straight garbage. Who wants this? Who wants this? I know that, like, I think as we're growing up, every movie about summer, like, and it's, you know, just tits and legs and abs and chest, and it's a guy on a beach being like, yo, bro, you want a beer? And a woman's like, I'll take a dick, and then people are just having sex and jumping in the water, and then you walk around, and it's just weirdly shaped people sweating into clothes they don't want to wear. It's not good. I am not a fan of this. Please go away heat. I don't even own a microwave. I feel as if I live in one. Either way, this week, by myself, yet again. Why? Why, you ask? Well, going to have a guest. Going to be in the studio. The studio? The studio? Look, this, this, this podcast, man, this is the third, this is season three of Positive Anger. I thank you for joining me the studio okay is 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 having legal issues so they they're like we're pausing recordings but if you could just record the the the, the network is going fine how can the network be going fine if you're having legal issues hey um i am being uh sued by uh uh the government but I'll defend you in court. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So anyways, I I came back this week, back to uh, New York, too hot to handle, too too hot to live in. And I I go, oh, okay, okay, I'll set up a time. I wanted to have a guest on. We were going to talk about skydiving, which is, it just sort of came together because my mom called me the other day and she's like, did I tell you, did I tell you about this? I go, what did you tell me about? What, What are you talking about? She goes, I went on a zip line, ah! and then literally screamed into the phone. My mom is insanely afraid of heights, which I was for a long time. Wasn't a fan. Uh, anyways, she went on a zip line and now is an adrenaline junkie. So she goes, she goes, I went on a zip line. I'm very proud of myself. Now, uh, they're, 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 it's almost the end of the season to skydive. I think I'm going to do it. I'm like, okay, I can't even believe this is the, who I'm talking to. As I told you, Last episode when I was talking about religion, my mom, just interesting person, she, you know, when I was like six, gave me the the uh, option to go back to Sunday school or not and told me to just, you know, when I grow up, I can choose my own religion. Also dropped me off at school, blasting Metallica. I remember driving to pick up a toy, like a Beetlejuice toy. I had this little, and Marcus again, yes, I know, okay? I've probably told this story. No, I'm kidding. Thank you, Marcus. The, the Marcus knows 
every single thing I've ever said on this podcast. And uh, anyways, I would drive to pick up this Beetlejuice um, casket thing that you put toys in. And my mom was blaring, Judas Priest, uh, you got another thing coming. Anyways, woman told me she's going to skydive, which is hilarious to me. And anyways, I was talking to another comedian who happened to be going skydiving this week. And I was like, well, I, you know, let's talk about this instead of just whatever, death, instruction, and uh, lawyers doing this. And it's the attitude air of politics and blah, 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 blah. I can't, you know what I mean? I Can I say, Marcus, or anybody else, can I, does anybody know who, uh, you know, uh, look, I have seen now a lot of times on, on uh, television and interviews, a lot of people have been like, this is like wrestling. This is exactly like wrestling. I gotta be one of the, and I'm, I'm, I, I gotta be one of the first people who said that. Anyways, whatever. Moving along. So I don't want to keep talking about it because it's just, uh, now it's like, oh, well, that's what John Cleese said. John Cleese ain't thinking that anything's written before I did. John Cleese. Anyways. Um, uh, so moving on. So I, I, I was going to go into the studio and record this podcast with a person. And then, uh, hey, yeah, the uh, legal issues. Does, okay, so, 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 so does anybody think that this sounds like a good thing? Does anything but this sound? Legal issues will be back now. Uh, back next week? So here's what I'm telling you. I don't know what is going to, I don't know what's happening. I, I, you know what I mean? Are we going for season four? We we dipping into another uh, the, the studio? I don't know what's happening. If any of you would like to have this podcast recorded in your house, please let me know. I will. I I'm willing to drive as far as Cincinnati every single week, recorded in your house. You can be on it, and then I will drive back to New York, and that'll be that because. Whew, here we are again, everybody. Positive anger. Up in the air. No, no home. Who knows what will happen? But uh, here I am recording the podcast. And uh, whew, just found this out last night. So, you know, it really changed, um, really changed a lot of things here. But you know what? You know what? Legal issues aside, legalities can't stop things from happening sometimes they can't the justice system isn't going to slow down them i mean they easily could the 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 the, the long arm of the law will not deter any of us i mean they easily could really change the whole um thing here but whatever we move on you know i've done uh marcus to know the exact number i have done many of these podcasts by myself Okay, and uh, here we go again on our own, going down the only road. And look, I actually have to go back and answer a couple of um, uh, emails and questions. So this is good. This is a good thing. You know what I mean? Who who cares? Legal, legal uh, situations. No guest. Not recording in the studio because the 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 fuzz is is coming down to kick in the door. Because Elliot Ness is going to boot in the, the, the windows with a Tommy gun and start uh, shaking down people for tax evasion? I have emails that I need to respond to as it... I, people message me things and I forget. I, 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 I try. I do, I do the best that I can um, uh, with, with trying to remember exactly... Like putting these things in order and... Um, and uh, and getting to them when uh, I get to them, but sometimes I miss things. So look, we're gonna take this episode. We're gonna take this episode to answer some uh, emails 
thoughts. I mean, some of these are old. You know, some, some of them are like, uh, what do you think about Nixon? Uh, but but we're gonna we're gonna take the time to uh, listen to them, uh, read them, and comment on them because, like I said, this was gonna be a completely different episode inside the studio that is now I'm assuming being dusted for fingerprints. I mean, what does legal even mean? Um, anyways, uh, so, so, okay, let me go through this, so, Instagram, somebody sent me, oh, what, you, do you want to start here? No, two, two other, for one, I had, a, I, I did have a good time, I know, I know what I said last week, I had a good time in Winnipeg, after a while, I started to understand it a little bit more, okay, here, here, oh, first, I got some emails about, um, uh, so this email from Carly St, uh, St. Ange, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, um, absolutely dying about you talking about Winnipeg. I've messed you before. Yes, you have. Hello, you are a pilot, which I greatly respect. I have a joke, um, defending, uh, pilots. Well, I'm not really defending. What sort of defend? It's just you need to make more money. It's a very important job. Um, uh, has, uh, traveled all over the place. Winnipeg is hands down the most bizarre Canadian city I've ever been to. Coast to coast. Just straight up insane. <laughs> that sentence kills me coast to coast winnipeg is just straight up insane i've expressed this opinion for literal years and everyone i've talked to gets the same vibe you seem like a murderer just for saying good morning to a shuttle driver like i honestly don't understand i'm going to propose uh the conspiracy that winnipeg is where the purge happens and everyone except you knows about it amongst uh my pilot circle thank you let's get that let's get that um that uh, conspiracy theory out there. You know, I want to sink Winnipeg from the outside. Get everybody to think that that is where the purge happens. Or I kept saying after a while that every single person in there found... Uh, I, I just... I don't know... Uh, anyways, um, so Carly, thank you for the message, and thank you for not letting me be crazy on my own, because when you're in Winnipeg, you're only talking to people in Winnipeg. There's nobody out. Nobody goes there. Nobody leaves there. Every single person born and raised... So I'm happy to know that I'm not the only person in uh, the universe. Um, I did have a good time. I liked the club. Uh, the, the shows were fun. It just, there's something. And I, you know what's funny? When I left there, I'm talking to my mom. And my mom's never even been to Winnipeg. But she's like, you know, it probably has to do with the fact that they're a very isolated city. And um, it gets very cold there. And people work really hard. I go, oh, Okay. You know, I guess, I guess you can't really, you know, you are isolated, you know, homeschooled fucking people are a little bit different than the goddamn rest of us who went to school. I don't believe I'm wrong there. Anybody I've ever met who was homeschooled had a little weird, there's a glint in their eye that doesn't exist with people who went through a school with other people. It's a weird thing that only happens when your mom sits you down and gives you breakfast and a textbook. It's this, it's this, this odd this odd motion that people have when their when their dad went, hey, um, put your belt on and and come onto the garage and let's talk science. Everybody else went into a school with people. We learned to talk to people. So you know, my mom could be onto something there. Winnipeg is apparently, which I kept being told that as well when I was there. It's the most isolated city in North America, farthest away from any other city. That means anything to anybody. You sure you can get to a something lake or a or a goddamn uh, uh, Tyler's cave? But it, but that's not those aren't places that anybody wants to be where anything happens where anybody sees stuff. Much like uh, home, isn't it kind of weird 
that homeschool, you were then just put into society with the rest of us who went to school school? Wouldn't there be like a home work too? And then a home uh, a home marriage? Do you know what I mean? A, ho a whole home life. An entire home section. Oh, you were homeschooled? Well, also now you're, you're, you work from home. You, you get married at home. You don't leave home. It's just odd. You're, you know, your mom's like, I'll tell you about the dinosaurs. And then you have to go into a regular world with people. Where'd you go to school? My room? It's just an odd thing. But anyways, my mom could be on to something. Carly St. Anch. Thank you very much for the email. I greatly, greatly appreciate you. We got, um, oh, 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 oh. Um, Nico W. So this email is, uh, I'm going to paraphrase some of this because um, it's a bit longer of an email. And Nico, I greatly, greatly appreciate you for it. Uh, why do I keep, well, that, okay, this is your, ugh. your email is Nico, from what I can see, but your name is Nikki. All right, Nikki, you got me, Nikki. Okay, Nikki, thank you very much for this email. I really appreciate it. Um, Nikki, listen to last week's um, episode about the... God damn it. The, 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 the priests. Why couldn't I th think of that? I got stuck on a, a Nicky Nico and then my brain melted. <sighs> okay. So anyways, Nikki writes, you talk about how crazy it is the Catholic Church is willing to have secrecy to protect its members and I wholeheartedly agree. It's evil and disgusting. On the flip side of that, there are also religious groups that go to the exact same ridiculous lengths to destroy its members. My family is the perfect example of that. This sound, this seems like a like the beginning of a, a, a Netflix uh, series, you know? Seven parts. My dad's a priest. Bum, bum. Did he really teach all those kids religion? Anyways, uh, my dad has been in the religious industry since before I was born. He's been a youth pastor, a missionary to several countries, a head pastor, and an associate pastor. So you'd think, yeah, he's pretty qualified to do what he does, and he has a genuine passion for it. After he and my family, and this work it, after he and my family finished, in quotes, being missionaries to a foreign country, uh, he took a job with his old college best friend. The man was a pastor at a church that he invited my dad to be an assistant pastor for and my mom to help teach at the Associated Christian School. It worked out great all the way up to about eight years ago. Then the pastor dun, 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 fired him. Why, you ask? Was he touching kids? No, because you don't get fired for touching kids. You get another job in a different church where they go, hey, don't talk about that. Didn't that, didn't that, didn't that priest touch a kid? Uh, not here. Not here he didn't. Now sit down and eat this bread and this other, this thing that we call blood. Was he touching kids? Injecting heroin into people's brains? That would all, that would get you fired. Touching kids is not get you fired, but injecting heroin into somebody's brain would probably get you fired. Big needle, just jamming it into somebody's head. Nope. Okay, this back to the email. Nope. He said that my dad's kids, uh, Nikki and her siblings, weren't Christian enough. Uh, uh, were we kicking again? Were we kicking puppies into fireplaces or something that makes sense? Nope. Again, my brother grew his hair out past his ears, and my sister was wearing shorts above her knees and tank tops that showed her shoulders. How dare any of you? So he fired my dad and mom. Normally that kind of thing has to go through a panel of deacons. I love a panel of deacons. Oh man, I, I when I went to um, Cub Scouts as a kid, I'm gonna get back to this. Look, we're doing a lot of jumping around today, okay? I, I, I thought I was gonna be in a studio of legal issues, 
They got, they got, uh, they got whoever the fuck busted, goddamn, uh, uh, the man from Blow, to, uh, kicking around the office looking for secrets. When I went to Cub Scouts, I'm also drinking seltzer. It is hot in New York, man. I'm so, I hate it. Just hot for no fucking reason. Uh, anyways. Um, when I went to Cub Scouts, they're, um, I, okay, I like the phrase, um, a panel of deacons, because when I went to Cub Scouts, it just kind of reminds me of being in Cub Scouts, and you walk in, and there was a whole bunch of, uh, you know, moms and dads, superheroes, that were like, well, I know, I, I think I raised my kid the best, so I should also be in the woods in short shorts telling other kids how to live, so... You'd walk in, and there'd be a bunch of them, you know what I mean? They just finished uh, being a hero to whatever. They just opened a, a granola bar, and they can go home at night, and I did a good thing for a, a, a misunderstood youth. Anyways, you'd walk in, and you'd have to have you'd have to have to all the parts of the, the Cub Scout uniform, and I never had the sash because I didn't have any badges. So they, every single time, this this panel of heroes would... Oh, where's your sash? Where's your sash? I'm like, where? Where's your wife? What? What do you? What is? Wh you know what I mean? We're just here to talk to other people and learn some stuff. Teach me how to tie a knot, or or keep my shorts as, as fucking high as yours. The rest of this is just insane. Anyways, panel of deacons made me think of that. Um, who are like? Back to the email. Who are like the senate of the church, but the pastor made an executive decision. Good Seagal movie, to kick us out of the church and fire them. Which, by the way. Over half the church was against, including all of the deacons. After my dad left, there was a big schism. Yep. And the church basically had half its members leave because of that, but that's beside the point. Point is, and I really like this line, um, I hate religion more and more every day. I believe in God, but I am very against organized religion since it seems no one knows how to operate a church in a good way that either doesn't touch kids or doesn't rule its members like a tyrant. I really like this... Um, sentence uh i wrote nikki back as you know nikki you are hearing i wrote you back to say that i do really like that line i believe in god but i'm very against organized religion as i've said a few times i am not uh a god man i don't believe there's a a, a man woman beast fucking dragon whatever up there deciding what it is that we do and shouldn't do and and um overlooking us in case we're hanging on the edge of a cliff but um i do like the idea of people believing in that said thing but not the organized religion aspect of it because i you know the organized part is the the part hey you know what if, if a bunch of kids wanted to get together right and put on little fucking berets and give each other badges and wander to the woods and and tie a fucking uh, uh salamander to a car and throw it down a hill cool but when you got to do that in, a, in an organized way with a bunch of weird parents who are like this is how we should all be then that's the part so anyways i agree with um i like that sentence nikki either way um thank you so much for uh uh this email thanks for listening to the podcast uh and she says at the end thanks for keeping the uh positive anger going well we'll see what happens i mean it's gonna keep going but i, I can't believe there's no studio again what the fuck the legal issues what the fuck are the could somebody please, could anybody please email me and tell me what you believe the the uh, legal issues to be? Let's just make some stuff up here, for God's sake. Who the hell knows? Maybe it's something I've yelled at some point in time. I don't know. I've yelled many a thing. Oh, also, Nikki, last thing. Um, shout out to Nikki's friend, Shelby, who 
had uh, uh, she recently had a madman hit her house with a pickup truck. I don't know if that means that somebody drunk. Okay, but okay, wow. Okay, here's the procedure. Shout out to Shelby, whose house was literally hit by a pickup truck um, because Shelby didn't see it, literally watch it happen, didn't watch it happen. Please can't do anything about it. So I'm assuming that somebody slammed into a house, drunk, right? You'd assume. Backed out, bailed, and now there's just a big piece of a house missing or a big fucking Ford sign in the, in the siding. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it because nobody saw it happen. Weird, insane thing. But anyways, to Shelby. Shout out to Shelby. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Not in a studio this week. Who the hell knows what's happening? Nikki, greatly appreciate you listening to the podcast as well. And Shelby, for God's sake, I hope a repairman drives into the side of your house as well and fixes the whole thing. Now, we are jumping um, all over the place. But... Let's get, okay, you know what, you know what, you know what, legal, before I read another email, legal issues, legal issues aside, you know what, there was the reason that part of the, two things before I get back into the emails, one, September 20th to 23rd, I'm going to be at JFL 42 in Toronto for solo shows, come out, buy tickets, JFL42.com, it's going to be great, it's where I start, I'm going to, just come, for God's sake, anyways, I'm going to be saying that in a lot in the next little while, jfl42.com, come out, also, there's just a whole lot of great comedians in the city anyway, check out the website, they got, Joe Rogan's going to be there, Seth Meyers is going to be there, they got, Wanda Sykes is going to be there, they got a lot of great people, just check out some show at some point in time, and if you want to come to one of mine, jfl42.com, um, okay, before I get into the email, do you know why I stopped doing the, the, the jazz rant themes, songs that I had made because, because of legal things. I thought, okay, well, if we're back in the studio, I don't want to play those in case somebody's like, oh man, uh, money, blah, blah, blah. Um, and which could happen at some point in time anyway, but I, so anyways, legal issues. Here we are. Shouldn't do this. We do a little thing on this episode, on this podcast called the jazz rant. How can you keep ranting when there's all this jazz? How can you keep yelling when a guy's playing the sex, baby? How can you keep ranting when there's all this jazz? How can you keep yelling when a guy's playing the sex? Man, you know, I, I forgot how happy that song makes me. Anyways, jazz rant for this week. When we are in legal trouble, everybody, Positive Anger Season 3 Legal Trouble is about coconut oil. Sounds weird, right? This article, seeing this article, says, is coconut oil good for you or bad for you? I mean, it, 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 it comes off of a tree. It's it, how, Anyways, because in the last couple years, right, coconut oil exploded. People are eating it. People are brushing their teeth with it. People are it, it, building kids out of it. Some science or a professor uh, called it poison in a lecture in Germany. Poison that it's killing us all because it's a fatty oil that people are just straight up eating and sucking on and and and, and walking the earth with. Can I tell you, I am personally a huge coconut oil man. I like it. 
I, I make popcorn with it sometimes. I use it. You know what I do with it? You know the most the most thing I do with coconut oil? First of all, a professor calling coconut oil poison is completely insane. Just goddamn look at look at the back. Look at the back of something like a, a bag of Doritos. Just look at it! Dye number seven, fucking oil number eight. Weird shit that literally wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even make the cut in, in, a, in a Resident Evil fucking movie. They, uh, they'd go, this is way too far to be a zombie. This thing will kill everybody. Coconut oil is poison. You know what I started doing with coconut oil years ago? Because, because, I'll tell you what is poison. You know that shit, the fucking aftershave garbage that just burns your head? Absolutely lights your face on fire with whatever complete garbage straight from a scientist's fucking hands is in this thing used to used to dry my face out so much burn my goddamn head and i would just keep buying it because i was like oh you need aftershave right i didn't have a dad you shave your face you throw this on it you're supposed to scream into the into the mirror exactly like kevin McAllister in home alone and then you move on with your day it made my face so dry 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 my face is just exploding all of the time so you know what i started doing somebody told me coconut oil for aftershave and you know what's going on now look at my face look at it coconut oil on my face every single day after shaving, boom, bow. You know what? You know what? You know what burns? Nothing. Nothing burns. You know how great it feels. It, it feels great. You know why? Because it's not some kind of poison. You professor from hell. Who in the hell looks at something off of a tree? Unless it is straight poison. There are some berries you don't want to eat. Coconut oil ain't one of them. There's a friend of mine who who brushes his teeth with coconut oil. Man cooks with coconut oil. He burns himself with cooking coconut oil, and then he fixes the burn with coconut oil. Man puts in his hair, the man does everything with it. And you know, he, he's 78 years old, and I swear to God, he just went to a prom last week, and everybody's like, oh man, look at this young dude walking around the party talking about young thug. Coconut oil, I don't know, I don't know, and the only thing I know about it, okay, is that I went from aftershave in a jar that will burn your entire head, and the back of that, the ingredients on that, straight flames, uh, alcohol, you know, pure gasoline, and then you go to coconut oil, face has never felt better shaving has never been more of a, of a dream i love you coconut oil and this professor can suck it suck it professor well that is the jazz rant for this week i'll tell you guys when you think you're gonna be in a studio with a guest and then you are not really changes some things around man i miss that song I made a bunch, you know what's crazy? Before I stopped doing this podcast too, for that month that I stopped doing it, I had made like four other ones, and I was like, wow, the whole thing's dead. And then when I went to the new studio, I was like, wow, I shouldn't do any. Anyways, um, moving on. So back to emails, okay? Back to emails. I got an email, uh, well, Instagram message from Tamara. Tamara, thank you for listening to the podcast. Greatly appreciate it. This is going back a little while. This is going back. This is going back. What is this going back? Well, a couple weeks. Fuck, you know. But I've gone the last six weeks. I've been on sixteen planes. I went to Newfoundland, Toronto, Montreal, two separate times. In out, in out, Vegas, and then the great state of Winnipeg. And uh, anyway, sometimes I miss things. But anyways, Tamara, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Send me this email. And this, you know, I remember this story. I don't know if this is still, I haven't looked into this enough as of right now, and I should, but I know Canada and Saudi Arabia are going at it. 
like uh, like uh, like uh, uh, D'Lo Brown and Ahmed Johnson? They're just going at it? I don't know enough about this. I know that Saudi Arabia is telling uh, students that are in Canada to come back, that they're not going to help them out anymore. They want them out. Um, but she sent me this story, which she said, how true is this? Which couldn't tell you, but I'll tell you the, 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 the title of the article is Saudi Arabia crucified a man in Mecca while aggressively calling out Canada over human rights. Pretty serious. So, first of all, first question, how true is this, Tamara? Don't know. Over the last six weeks, I have not been in Saudi Arabia, but, I mean, uh, it's an article in, uh, in the Business Insider, which seems like a strange uh, thing for them to write about. Here, uh, pork belly's up. Yep. Also, a man crucified a guy. I don't know if that's what we do here, Bill. We're the Business Insider. We tell people about businesses. Well, I, I'm telling you right now, run with the beheading story, okay? Uh, yeah, last week, uh, you know, fucking Pepsi went up. Nobody bought those magazines. I'll tell you right now, you put a goddamn thing on the cover, like, man, he's crucified, then somebody might go to page two and see that they should buy wool. Saudi Arabia crucified a man in Mecca while aggressively calling out Canada over human rights. All right, let's get into this. Uh... First of all, uh, again, Tamara, thanks for listening to the podcast and for sending me this article that I should have responded to a while ago. The Kingdom... Great name for a place, first of all. The, the uh, you know, the title of a land, the kingdom. The kingdom of Saudi Arabia executed a man by crucifixion, which is not a party, in the holy city of Mecca on Wednesday amid waging a public relations battle with Canada over human rights. I really have to look into this more because is this still going on? What sparked this? I, I, I remember... I saw Trudeau tweet a thing, and I saw this as a as a, as a as a cover, but I didn't. I, then, I, anyways, I gotta look more into it. Um, okay, the man was accused of murder, theft, and attempted rape, according to Bloomberg. Which, again, for God's sake, you know, in their news, um, Saudi Arabia, ruled by its interpretation of Islamic law, rarely carries out crucifixions, <laughs> but this was a special case. But but capital punishments, uh, but capital punishment remains common. Crimes in Saudi Arabia, such as homosexuality and attending anti-government rallies, have previously read to uh, led to crucifixion sentences. Huh. So you can be crucified for being gay in uh, the kingdom of uh, Saudi Arabia. That sucks. You know that is uh, being crucified's not a party. Uh, I don't know if anybody's uh, seen. Um, you know, we were talking about religion earlier. I don't know if you walked past a church and saw the, 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 the man himself hanging on the wall. Doesn't look fun. Reading on. Um, unlike the biblical crucifixions. Okay, okay. Carried out by the Romans against Christians, um, Saudi crucifixions usually involve displaying a beheaded corpse in public on a cross. All right, so... Just when you thought that it was going to be a lesser crucifixion, it actually is worse. They put you on a cross and take your head and walk you through the public, just the streets. You want to get an iced coffee? Ah, man, I'm thinking tea myself. Whoop, there is a headless body on a cross. That's a, that guy did something wrong. Yeah, so... Uh, coffee? I mean, that's got to be a weird uh, thing, especially as they say it doesn't happen too, too much. 
But I mean, Jesus Christ, that's got to be fucking odd, you know? Yeah, who knows what you're trying to do? You're walking through the street, and here comes a headless corpse floating right at you. The fucking Ichabod Crane. Just for being gay. Man, head cut. Where's the head? Crucified on a stick. Here he is. This is what happens to you. Pretty awful and serious. The execution came during a deepening dispute between the two countries sparked by Canada's criticism, okay, of Saudi Arabia's detention of activists. Here we go. Canada on Friday called for Saudi Arabia to release women's rights campaigners detained in the country, prompting a harsh response from the kingdom. All right. So women's rights activists are over there walking the streets, hoping not to be crucified. Um, and they are being detained in the country for um, speaking out uh, on behalf of women's rights. And Canada, uh, uh, Trudeau himself, said, release these campaigners as all they are doing is saying that you should treat women better. And uh, your response to that is to lock them in a cage. Okay. Saudi-owned media has blasted Canada for arresting a Holocaust denier and other citizens. Okay. TV pundits have brought up Canada's suicide rate in what appeared as a broadcast, uh, broadside against the country's way of living. Huh. So I guess Canada has a uh, rough suicide rate. And uh, Saudi Arabia is like, see, that's why um, I would assume that that is Saudi Arabia going, hey, see, this is, see, you think it's all good over there. You let uh, gay people be gay and you don't cut this fucking guy's head off and parade him through the goddamn streets on a, on a stick and you got people killing themselves. You see? See how many people we got over here killing ourselves? None. Because we're doing it. I wonder what, I don't know the exact, uh, I mean, I don't want to know the suicide rate in Canada either. We got a lot, there's a lot of places. Here's the thing, outside of Canada, People think that it's all just like a mystical land of uh, party. You know, you get a beer, you get a fucking robo leg, and you you just get... People really think you get your teeth fixed in Canada for free, and that Trudeau every once in a while comes around and jerks you off. Like, people have real problems. People are... There are real things happening in the country, and even though we, we you know, we want to be like, hey, we're, we're, uh, we're great, we're better than this, this, and this, and in some ways we are um jesus christ there's still people going through it for fuck's sake especially if you're broke and you live in a place that is like eight months and this isn't all of canada by any stretch i'm saying there's parts of it that are that's like winter constantly even though it is what i'm praying for right now because i'm telling you right now this summer i'm, I'm about to cut my own fucking head off and put myself on a stick this is brutal hate it anyways you're broke life's shit can't get a job dead winter fucking hell garbage i mean you know it's not a it's not a drake listening to beer drinking fucking hockey loving fiesta there are people going through it either way i don't know what the suicide rate is and i don't want to know but i like that okay and saudi media i'm gonna read this whole article because here we are when you got no guest and your your studio is being just completely flipped over for cocaine who in the hell knows what legal issues means Saudi media took a decidedly dark turn on Monday when it appeared to threaten Canada with a 9-11, I remember seeing this tweet, with a 9-11 style attack by tweeting a graphic with an image of an airliner flying toward Toronto's skyline. The absolute monarchy ruling Saudi Arabia, uh, Arabia tightly controls the media broadcast within its borders as well as its foreign policy messaging. In a statement, Saudi Arabia's foreign ministry described Canada's call to free the women's rights activists as blatant interference in the kingdom's domestic affairs the ministry went on to threaten vague retaliation against ottawa which uh 
that is the nation's capital, um, as people know. Any further step from the Canadian side in that direction will be considered as acknowledgement of our right to interfere in the Canadian domestic affairs, it said. Saudi Arabia has suspended new trade agreements with Canada and expelled Canada's ambassador. We got one guy over there. <laughs> we're going to need, we're going to need, um, I'm going to go real stereotypical here. We're going to need a fucking uh, ambassador over there in Saudi Arabia to know, let fucking people over there know what the goddamn hell is happening in Canada. Yeah. Who should we fucking send, bud? Well, I don't know. Uh, Dougie's fucking free. He just got laid off at the goddamn plant. Uh, fucking Steve is no longer working on the goddamn rigs because those all caught fire. How about we send uh, Doug or Steve? All right, you want to flip a fucking uh, Keith's bottle and see where it... Like, you can't flip a fucking bottle, bud. You got to fucking flip a coin at least. How about we just call Dougie, all right? I know his fucking number. I'll get him on the phone right calling Dougie. All right, Doug, you want to go to fucking Saudi? Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no fucking winter. Yeah, no fucking flip-flops and tank tops and you just fucking sit over there and get baked. All we need you to do is every once in a while when somebody comes down the street with a fucking headless corpse on a goddamn stick, all you got to do is go, yo, that is not fucking cool, bud. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to go? Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right, buddy. So, yeah, Dougie's going to do it. So, anyways, uh, Saudi Arabia has suspended new trade agreements with Canada and expelled Canada's ambassador, Dougie. It stopped medical treatment programs of Saudis in Canada and said it has more arrangements to transfer those affected. This is an article. Saudi scholarship recipients here. This is the thing that I was talking about a minute ago. At Canadian universities were ordered to other countries. Saudi Arabia's airline suspended flights to and from Canada. Huh. But Canada has remained firm. This article keeps going, man. You think a, you think an article about a beheading would be short, but it is not. Uh, the head of Canada's foreign affairs ministry, whose tweet sparked the hostility, said that Canada will continue to advocate for human rights and for the brave women and men who push for these fundamental rights around the world. On Thursday, she tweeted of Samir Badawi, um, a recently detained women's rights activist who's the sister of Rafe Badawi. I'm pronouncing these wrong and I apologize. An activist who remains in prison in Saudi Arabia. Canada stands together with the Badawi family in this difficult time and we continue to strongly call for the release of both of these people. Both the UK and the US, two countries that maintain close ties with both Ottawa uh, have remained... What? What the fuck is it? Yeah, right. The U.S. State Department issued a vague statement calling for Saudi Arabia to uh, respect due process and saying it would comment on the kingdom's human rights record in an annual report on human rights around the world. The U.K., meanwhile, Jesus, this article, does anybody care anymore? Oh, we're at the end. The U.K., meanwhile, expressed strong support for human rights and said it regularly raises concerns with the kingdom, but it did not mention the battle-wise. Saudi Arabia, under the new leadership of young Mohammed bin Salam, Salman, bin Salman, Mohammed bin Salman has undertaken several reforms designed to fight uh, radicalism and improve human rights and economic prospects for the country. It has granted women the right to drive, but legally they remain in the care of men. All right, so Tamara, woof, this is going back a few weeks. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and thank you for asking me uh, my opinion on this. I mean, you know, how true is this? I, I, I'm assuming it's pretty true. I mean, it's in the business insider, for God's sake. That is how I knew that the Adidas stock was crashing. 
Um, I mean, you know, Jesus fuck. It's crazy that there are places where, um, you know, here's, here's, um, even though, um, sometimes, um, uh, things, well, most times, I guess, things are pretty fucked up in, um, uh, in North America. You know what I mean? There's some crazy stuff happening, but the same when they get crucified, their fucking head cut off and they're walked down on a goddamn set of sticks through the town to show other people that this can happen. No. Um, anyways, did I have another email? Um, after I just completely read an article, a whole article, and, uh, mispronounced some names horrendously, do I have another email to get to? I thought I did. Do I? All right, hang on one second. Going through. Oh, shout out to Kelsey Binning. I believe I pronounced that B I N. Beaning, right? Kelsey Beaning from Pittsburgh. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate you. I do hope to one day make it to Pittsburgh so I can high five uh, Sidney Crosby and let him know that I'm from the other side, the side that doesn't go to the NHL. Butchered some names, did a podcast not in a studio with no guest, even though I thought that was the whole plan, everybody. Um, and you know what? We'll see what happens next week. Um, and I'll be back regardless. Figure this whole thing out. Could be me just talking to myself again. Well, you. I'm talking to you. But uh, you get it. Or uh, or I'm in a studio. You know, once they once they uh, once they let the drug dogs run through there and go through all the legal stuff they got to do to get it up to code speed par. I really don't know what's happening. But um, I'm gonna leave the podcast today here. Um, please, thoughts, feelings, opinions, positive anger at mail.com, positive anger at mail.com. Any shout outs, anything you want me to talk about, whatever, just send it. Um, thoughts, whatever, you know, it's cool. Um, again, September 20th to 23rd, I'll be at JFL42. You can get tickets at JFL42.com. Venues to be announced, but I'm doing four solo shows. So come out. I'm in Toronto probably once a year, if that. I was there last year, but I, I don't think I was even there the year before. And uh, that's that. I hope you guys, I uh, hope something happened in this episode, for God's sake. I know I sit here and I sat here and sweat, um, you know, thinking legal issues. Jesus Christ. All right. I'll talk to you, you next week from wherever. Jail? Who knows? This is Positive Anger. Thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, comment, let other people know you're listening to it and IG stories and all that sort of thing. I greatly appreciate it. Later.